everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Thrive Cinematics Raw podcast. Kenzie, we are in a new year. Yes, we are. Thank goodness. It took a while. <laughs> 2020 was like, I think, 10 years. Minimum. Minimum. But we're here. And Kenzie, today is its own special day in yeah. the in this new year. I think sometimes we just kind of roll past this this day and we're just like, oh, January 6th, woo! Like, but we don't think about what today actually means. Yeah. And for those of you who are listening and you're in the Vestavia Hills area and you are a student going to school, we're not celebrating you going back to school. We understand that you would love to be at home, snuggled up in the bed and just doing whatever you want to do. But Kenzie, today is a special day in the Christian year. And what is that day? Epiphany. Epiphany. And we, we celebrate this day as a day in which the Magi came to give gifts to baby Jesus. It's a day in which we celebrate the baptism of Jesus. There's just so much going on here. So, Kenzie, where is this book found? Like, what is going on here? Yeah, so whenever we look at the Gospels, we see each one really takes its own individual look at the birth story of Jesus. None of them look quite the same, even though we're pretty good about mushing them all together and creating one beautiful story. But the story of the wise men, the Magi, it only appears in the book of Matthew. Nobody else talks about it, and it's only about 12 verses that they're even mentioned in in that book. And so you look at Matthew 2, and that's it. That's your only glimpse into the Magi is the one gospel. That's so crazy. I mean, I think, Kenzie, when I was growing up, there was a, a piece of property, you know, this house, and these people lived there, and they had this massive amount of land, and they had the stable set up, and these cut-out pieces of the, the Christmas story. Mm-hmm. And over, way on the left, were Mary and Joseph, like, riding the donkey, like, headed to the stable and well on the right you could see the cutouts of the magi and it's such a beautiful image because like they weren't there yet right right and so on christmas eve mary and joseph and well we just married joseph i guess they they arrived and then christmas day the baby is there Mm -hmm. and yet the magi still weren't there and they slowly kind of got closer and closer and what's amazing is that that's truly what this is about, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Kenzie, we really don't know when the Magi got there. No. Um, it Not could be a year, it could be two years, mm-hmm. and they weren't even in the same place where Christ was born. No, I mean, if you look at the text, and again, only Matthew, it starts out chapter two with saying after the birth of Jesus. And then it says a little later that the wise men appeared at the home. And so you know that. Mary and Joseph are kind of just hanging at home with their <laughs> newborn. And it's not like they showed up by the manger, kind of like we have it played out in our nativity scenes or anything like that. How we have it in our mind of the Magi and the shepherds and the animals and Mary and Joseph. Like, they're all there together hanging out. That's not really how it actually played out. And no, we don't know how long of a span of time there was. But I mean, I guess we can assume between zero and two years is how long it took for the wise men to finally reach Mary and Joseph and Jesus and pay respects and give the gifts to them. We celebrate this day because we need to remember about these people. Because these men, and yes, they were men, like we know we know that. We need to remember them because they play an intricate part in this story. Because what's what we're reminded of is that the arrival of these visitors was a sign that the incarnation of God in Christ 
had been made known yeah. to so many people. And because these these guys, newsflash, they weren't kings, Kenzie. Really? <laughs> really. Darn um, it. You know, we love that carol, We Three Kings, but in reality, they actually weren't kings. But were they three? <laughs> also, probably not true. <laughs> um, we only, we say three because there were three gifts. Right. And, you know, that's, that's a whole other story. But, like, we say three because of the three gifts. So, they were, they were people. They were men who came they were more than likely astrologers or something to that effect. They they followed the stars. Like, yeah. um, and Kip, our one of our pastors here on staff, he talked about it Sunday morning that they it was a religion for them that they followed the stars. Like that's what they did, and so they knew that the prophecy was going to come that was going to say like a baby's going to be born that's basically going to turn the world upside down. Yeah. And so they saw that this star had appeared in the sky and they were like, this is it. It's like, this is probably it. This is what we've been looking for and waiting for. Mm -hmm. And so here they went, Mm -hmm. you know? And so we remember these guys who weren't, or clearly nobody was Christians at this point, but we remember these guys who were not Jewish. Right. Who knew nothing that this was the Messiah that the Jewish people were waiting for. But they knew that something, someone had been born that was turning the world upside down. Mm-hmm. And so they traveled. Yeah. So God is working even in people who weren't following him. Right. Which that, is amazing. That's amazing. Well, and it, you know, if you just do, I just did a quick like Google search of epiphany. And it says the manifestation of Christ to the Gentiles as represented by the Magi. We're Gentiles, you know? Like this is basically this moment where it's made known Jesus isn't just for the Jewish people, which is very interesting that shows up in Matthew, who is a very Jewish writer writing to an audience who's very Jewish. And even he's saying, hey, like the Gentiles came right off the bat and Mm -hmm. paid respects to him and acknowledged this guy, this baby, like, is the real deal. And so I think it's really neat for us as Gentiles who were invited into this story to acknowledge this as such a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was doing some research on the on the United Methodist, like, main website, it talks about the, the celebration of Epiphany is actually older than the celebration of Christmas that we know. Oh, wow. Um, which I think is super awesome. Mm-hmm. And so Epiphany, it originally focused on the nativity mm-hmm. um, and, if, and, the, and that God's incarnation, that God made flesh, um, is in the birth of Jesus Christ. And it also focused a little bit on Christ's baptism, which we see later on, yeah. not until you know, 30 years later. But they, they kind of encompassed all of that into one, which is such a beautiful yeah. image. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so, like, that was the original celebration of Epiphany. And then Christmas kind of, as Advent, as we kind of looked at Advent and Advent kind of formed, then all of it kind of fell into place. Mm-hmm. But originally, Epiphany was kind of celebrated first. Well, it makes sense. You know, whenever you talk about, like, the heart of the Christmas season, you're talking about Epiphany. Yeah. You know, you're talking about bringing your gifts to Jesus, not receiving them yourself. You're talking about acknowledging the magnificent influence that this baby is about to have on the world. And so 
I didn't know that about it being celebrated first, but it definitely makes sense and is very true to the essence of what we claim we're celebrating when we celebrate Christmas. And so that's really neat. Yeah. That's really neat. Yeah, I loved it. So that the celebration of Epiphany is older than the celebration of Christmas, which is just really, really cool. Yeah. And so, Kenzie, I also wanted to kind of bring up that Epiphany for us. It's kind of subdued. Like when I was growing up, I never really talked, you know, I was yeah. Epiphany, woo, Glassman. But I was looking up too, Epiphany around the world. Man, it's celebrated. Is it? It is. So like in the Hispanic cultures, uh, they also they have a lot of parades and oh, feasts and celebrations. And it's just like, it's venerated of like, this is what yeah. it's meant to be. And in England and other European cultures, the fifth, so the day before Epiphany, it's known as the twelfth night. It's known as the twelfth day, the twelfth night, um, and it's celebrated with food and singing and gifts because they know that Epiphany is the next day. Um, and so, just around the world, people celebrate Epiphany in different ways, but it's still the celebration that's, like you said, that appearance, that manifestation of God's yeah. here. Right. We've brought our gifts to God. Yeah. To Jesus, the Messiah. That's just so cool. We should take a time out and uh, celebrate only Epiphany one year and just kind of like leave our American tradition of Christmas to the side and just embrace the Epiphany. That'd be really fun. Yeah. So, Kenzie, what what gifts did they bring? Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Yeah. And were there any symbols to that? I mean, like. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, this wasn't just some fun little thing that was just convenient <laughs> to pick up at a gas station on their way. Like, gold, of course, was related to royalty. Yeah. So in giving them, or giving Jesus that, they basically called him a king. Frankincense was part of ceremonies where they would celebrate deities and gods in that time, little g-gods, uh, but they were acknowledging, hey, this this is a big deal. This is almost like a godlike thing. And again, whether or not they fully realized this is the Jewish Messiah that everybody's been waiting on, or they were just acknowledging his significance, they were basically calling him God and giving yeah. him frankincense. And then myrrh is a pretty popular burial spice. Um, they didn't really have the embalming techniques <laughs> quite like we do today. They did have some, but it was using this perfume to kind of uh, celebrate the body, preserve it. And so in even giving that, they're kind of making a foreshadowing to his death. And so they're calling him a king, a god, and acknowledging that he's going to have a really significant death, which is really neat for a group of people who are quote-unquote outsiders from the Jewish faith. Yeah. And I think I love that too because it it goes so much into the idea of like thinking about the person. Whether they, you know, like you said, whether they realize it or not, it goes back into that idea of like who is this person? Yeah. And how does this gift show what that person means to me. They were covering all of their bases, truly. They're <laughs> truly. like, if he's a king, got it with the gold. If he's a god, got it with the frankincense. If he's gonna die, got it with the myrrh. Like, we're good. We're, He'll appreciate something. We're good. I mean, Kenzie, I think we, we, we love the Christmas story so much. But man, when you really look at Epiphany, and, and you look at it compared also with the birth of, of the Messiah. You can't have the birth, you can't have Epiphany without the birth. Yeah, yeah. And I think you also can't have the birth without Epiphany. Like they go hand in hand. And 
it's just such a beautiful image. Yeah. There's so much to learn from them, so much about God too, using yeah. them. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. It's like, there's such a lesson for us that, just think about the time, you know, that these wise men put into coming simply to worship mm-hmm. Jesus. I mean, I don't know how far they traveled, but I'm guessing it was a long way and it wasn't a quick journey. <laughs> but I just feel like that's got to be something that we embrace too, of let's take time to pause our lives, put them on pause, put our schedules aside, and let's just run to Jesus. It might take a little time to finally get there and be in the relationship we want to be with him, but goodness, we see yeah. right here it's worth it, you know? And yeah. I think it's such a cool lesson for us today in our very fast-paced society to see a group of people no matter how many there were saying this is more important than our lives and what I had on my calendar let's go let's go today and let's take gifts yeah and I think that's man if 2021 is going to show me anything I hope it's me running to Jesus a little more than I did in 2020 oh absolutely and Kenzie like I hope this is a pause for people like I hope this podcast just allows people to pause think um and, and and run to Jesus um and Kenzie I'm excited you said something about you know the fact that 2021 we want to be able to run to Jesus and that also you know God uses us right in so many different ways and our next series Kenzie we're super pumped about it yeah and so tell <laughs> us a little bit about it and what what that means for us as we run to Jesus and how God uses us right so our next study or podcast I guess not really a study is going to be looking at the Enneagram which is a tool that's used in a lot of different spheres but it can be used in the church because God created us all differently we all have different motivations and desires and fears and I think diving into who God made us and understanding our you know quirks and talents and weaknesses it can only help us as we say okay God you made me in this way why and how can I use the gifts that you've given me to bring people closer to your heart and to walk alongside you in this journey of bringing your kingdom to earth and so I'm very excited I love talking about the intricacies of all of God's children and so I would love it and I know you would too if y'all listening would take the quiz and just send us a text or drop it in our Instagram DMs and just let us know what number you are because we'd love to have y'all included in this conversation and see how you're learning about yourselves and how we can love each other better in light of understanding the Enneagram. Yeah it's gonna be a fun journey and a fun ride and so 2021 Kenzie here here we we come Uh, God's been using us god's going to continue to use us and i can't wait to see it yeah so y'all be on the journey be on the ride let's go see y'all soon